Hi everyone, welcome to Check In and Check Out. Before we start, I want to tell you why this podcast exists, and it involves a bit of a story, so bear with me. I wasn't prepared for a hike, and the dusty walking track wasn't really well marked, and I also wasn't really sure where it would lead, but... So I think this is the path to the next town across. Man and roller. Another long way to find out. I decided to give it a go anyway. It was a midsummer's day in the Cinque Terre in Italy, and I was a week into probably the only really big trip I've ever done in my life. This is the actual audio of that day, by the way. Had I been in the actual wilderness and faced a rickety bridge followed by a dusty walking track, I probably wouldn't have taken the chance. But on that day, I was one of heaps of tourists plodding their way up the mountain, so how bad could it be? Presumably, there'd be a nice view up the top of the hill, I could sit and look at the med from the top of the cliffs, and head back down again to Rio Maggiore, where I'd come from. Now, there were many things I was not prepared for, both on the whole trip and on that day specifically. Number one, the hike itself. The track was very steep and very rocky, and I was woefully unprepared. That's me telling a random French lady coming the other way that I needed to stop and breathe for a bit. I only did high school French, but did she just say there were 650 steps to the top? The second thing that I was not prepared for was that at the top of the hill, I would meet these two ladies. I stopped recording at that moment when we met, but I kind of wish I hadn't. I think one was from the Netherlands, the other was from South Africa, who lived in New Zealand for a bit. Honestly, it really pains me that I don't remember. Either way, these two would go on to give me the best travel advice I have ever received. And it's words that, honestly, in a small way, changed my life. And I'm sure you've had similar moments, right? Those times where you meet someone in the most random of places. After all, I was only in the Cinque Terre in the first place because some Facebook friends had recommended it to me. These people who you meet, they give you advice or they tell you a story and it might save your trip. Or it might give you an experience that you'll always remember. Or, like the advice that those two lovely women gave to me, it'll change your life. So in this podcast, I am going to finish that story and tell you what they told me. I promise. But I'll also tell you what a whole bunch of other travellers have told me. And they're going to tell us what their best pieces of travel advice are so that we can all learn from each other, share some stories, share some knowledge and celebrate those life-changing moments that travelling brings us. I'm Chris Plumridge and this is Check In and Check Out. I have had the privilege for this podcast of talking to all sorts of people who've taken all sorts of trips. Quite a lot of folks had really good, really practical advice about where to go, how to not get scammed, where to find the best experiences, and we will get to all of that stuff. But for now, I thought we might start with something a little bit simpler. Why travel in the first place? What on earth makes us put our money into plane tickets and hotels and noise-cancelling headphones when that same money could buy a very nice car? Or a home theatre system? Or, you know, rent? It's an important question to answer. 
After all, it's a key element in deciding how you like to travel, and therefore the types of trips you should be doing. I also thought this question might be a good way of introducing you to some of these fantastic people who chose to give up their time to share their advice for this podcast. And also, the people that didn't choose and were made to be on this podcast, like my poor wife, Kate. When you think of travelling, how do you feel about it? It is exciting. It is something that really motivates me and it's something that I aspire to achieve, really. It's like an achievement it's, and it's also a freedom. You're in that moment and you're experiencing different cultures and things that you didn't expect or is not the norm for you. Yeah, freedom. Freedom's a great place to start. Maybe you want to travel because you're yearning to escape the ordinary and get out into something exciting, which is exactly what Evan Leal was looking to do. Evan's travels have taken him all the way to living in Hungary right now, though his trip started out with a cross-country motorbike tour from his home in California. He says that travel was a way of giving him back some freedom and escaping the things that were weighing him down. I wasn't content with what I was doing with my life. I had a lot of like moral reservations about what I did. I used to be in the US military. And so like there was a lot of just turmoil inside my own head and I was dealing with a relationship that wasn't right for me. And I just needed to like shut everything off and like get away from everything. So Evan quit his day job in aerospace, sold everything and hit the road on his motorcycle with his best mate at 23 years old. So I left California. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna head east. Like I didn't know where I was going. I genuinely like, I had no idea. Now this is where Evan and I are completely different, which I'm learning through making this podcast. You should have seen the spreadsheet that I took when I traveled to Europe. Every day was meticulously planned. And that's one of the things I do want to explore in a later episode, actually, exactly how some folks can seem to just get out there without a plan and sort themselves out on the way. But whether you're a meticulous planner or a go-with-the-flow type, you'll definitely identify with that feeling of wanting to escape the daily grind and just get out there. It's like every day is a fresh day to go out and like see something, see something different from where you normally are, meet different people and experience different things you would have never been exposed to otherwise. And- For me, I know how much it's brought to my life and how much well-being that it has brought to me. I find it immensely important. I love surrounding myself with other travelers and other people that have been doing similar things that I've been doing. Another two-wheeled adventurer you'll hear from on this podcast is Mark Gresser. If you're already following on Instagram at Check In and Check Out Pod, firstly, gold star for you. But secondly, then you'll already know about Mark Gresser. I've tried to make sure I talk to all types of travellers on this podcast, and if one extreme was the weekend getaway type traveller, then the other extreme would be Mark. Like Evan, he also found that travelling on two wheels gave him a sense of freedom like nothing else. This man is a man who hopped on his bicycle in his driveway in Perth and then casually rode to France. I... Yeah, left the driveway and headed north to the top of Australia, towards Asia, to the city of Darwin. And I decided to get the shortest plane ride I could, which was to the island of Timor and the country of Timor-Leste. I landed in the capital city there, Dili, and then basically island topped through the Indonesian archipelago towards mainland Asia. From there, Mark cycled right across Asia, through the subcontinent and through the Himalayas, popping out on the other side into Europe and ending up in France before COVID stopped the journey and he came back home. 
So why on earth do you give up the supposedly quote-unquote normal lifestyle for life on the back of a bicycle? I guess as a kid, I was always curious about everything. I ended up getting into science because that was a way of learning about the world and, and finding answers. I guess that extended into wanting to understand everything there is about the world, about the people, the cultures, the environments, um, basically what is out there. You're going to hear more of Mark's story in coming episodes. And trust me, whether you've travelled a little or travelled a lot, you've got more in common with him than you think. So we heard from Mark Racer, who mentioned curiosity is one of the reasons why he travels. And it is another great reason to travel. Whether or not you're looking for an escape from the daily grind, perhaps maybe you're interested in travel because you're interested in learning about the world around you. No, I don't want to be an old person sitting at home thinking, oh, I never got to see what that place was like or how these people live. Or, you know, you can only go so far reading books and, and watching documentaries and that sort of thing. There's nothing better than getting out and you know, seeing the world with your own two eyes and passing your observations through your own mind when you're out there. This is Brit. You'll be hearing a lot more from her next episode because I want to find out how she went to over 12 countries and didn't spend a cent on accommodation. That's a good one to listen out for. But Brit says the reason that got her travelling in the first place was to understand more about how people live in the places she travels to. I think I've gone so many places and seen so much, but now I really enjoy going to a place and just understanding how other people interact with each other and how they go about their daily life. I love just going to a new place and just walking around a city or a town and just watching people. Liz Fleming is a grants coach and business mentor, and she travels for much the same reasons as Brit. Growing up at the bottom end of the world in New Zealand meant Liz began travelling to satisfy what's probably both a Kiwi and an Aussie rite of passage when you're a young adult. That is getting off the island and learning about the big wide world out there beyond the sea. Just realising that not everyone is the same, you know, we're not all brought up the same, different cultures, different values, what's important, you know, people don't have the same luxuries or even basic things that we take for granted. But learning from your travels isn't necessarily about just learning about the places that you go to. It's also about learning about yourself. Christian Reeve is a podcaster, voice actor, and a whole bunch of other things. And he tells us the story of a trip to Bulgaria, where he learned a little bit about the type of traveller he wants to be. I was on the beach, and after about an hour, I got really, really bored. And I was like, wow. Is this, this what people do on holiday? And don't get me wrong, I'd been to other countries before then, I travelled and stuff, but I just remember just laying down on the beach and being like, what is this? How do people do this? And I think in that moment, I realised something about myself, that in order for me to enjoy travel, I need to like go and explore, go get in with the locals, go to some random town outside that no one would go to, and really embrace the culture. Now look, please don't turn off if that's not your type of holiday, right? I think it's become fashionable to be like, oh, you've got to get off the beaten path or otherwise somehow your travel experience is invalid if you're not trekking through untouched wilderness. In fact, even Christians at pains to point out that if that's your type of holiday, that's, that's totally cool. It's more just that part of working out why you travel is to work out what inspires you and what doesn't. And maybe sitting by the pool inspires you. I know I'm like piling on people that like that kind of holiday. If you like that kind of holiday, there's no problem with that. For me, like one day of that would be fine. But then I want to go and do stuff, see stuff. 
Maybe you're not that bothered about what it is that you see when you travel. You just want to walk around and see stuff. Maybe it's the impact that traveling has on you once you get back home that's the most important thing to you. One of the things that came up time and time again about all the people I asked was how much traveling really gave them perspective on where they lived already, as it did for Christian. I left the UK kind of being sick and annoyed with it and just like, oh, screw the UK, like, you know. Came back, had a newfound appreciation for home. And it's also kind of made me realize that everywhere you live in the world has its good and its bad aspects. There's no perfect place. There's no perfect person. Nothing is perfect in life, but that's where the perfection lies, in the imperfection. Or maybe traveling gives you that insight, that opportunity to reflect on what makes you, you. Wherever we go in the world, we're communicating with other humans, people who have totally different circumstances and and lifestyles to us, but who are fundamentally the same as us at their core. So really, we're learning about ourselves. We're rediscovering things about ourselves. We're learning about things we never have been experiencing or been exposed to. And it's like a process of reconnecting with those things and reimagining and and discovering things, but also learning at the same time. It's a mixture of all those different things. And it all comes down to how much you immerse yourself into whatever activities you're doing or whatever place you're visiting. There's so many reasons why you might want to get out there and see the world. But I think it's an important question to answer. If not before you set out, then giving yourself the time to reflect on what makes travel important to you during the time you're actually traveling. And probably most importantly, asking other travelers that question and they might give you an answer that you'd never thought of. It's a topic that could really fill its own podcast, which funnily enough, it does. Shannon Strong is the host of said podcast, and it's literally called Why We Travel. She spends a lot of time asking other people why they travel, so I could not resist asking Shannon herself. Yeah, it's so funny because you're absolutely right. I ask everyone and I've never answered this question out loud to anyone else before, so it's kind of fun to have it put back on me for once. But gosh, there's so many reasons I travel. The first thing that just comes to mind is when I travel, I feel like I just meet so many cool people in the world that open up my perspective on life just that much more and make me see a different viewpoint that I might not have seen before. And that just brings me so much joy. I feel like it helps me understand myself better, understand the world better, just be more empathetic to people, to life. And then Additionally, I feel like travel just makes me so present in what I'm doing. And sometimes when I'm traveling, I feel like I'm just my best version of myself. And so I feel like I'm always kind of trying to like chase that because it just feels most authentic to me. And I love storytelling and people. So I think that's like a huge part of why I love to travel because I just meet so many people that have such cool stories in the world. So that's such a big part of it. But gosh, there's a million reasons why I love it. But I think that sums it up the best right now. A million reasons is probably too many reasons to end this podcast with. So instead, I thought I'd end with the person who's always given me clarity when it comes to matters of travel, with the hope that she might give you some clarity too. Okay, well, I'm Liz Mm -hmm. and you're my son. Thank you for indulging my podcast project. I'm still putting you to work. (laughs) True. (laughs) In my mid-30s, I'm still saying, Mum, can you help me out with this school project? (laughs) Yep, it's my mum. 
One of the earliest memories I have of wanting to travel was finding my mum's diaries of a trip that she took as a young adult to Thailand, Europe and the United States on one of those good old-fashioned round-the-world tickets before I was on the scene. Graciously, she actually let me read those diaries when I was a kid and it's the stories of mum's experiences while she was travelling that really convinced me that travel was actually a good idea. So why does my mum, and then by extension me, why do we travel? Well, I think that we live in an environment that we get used to and that influences our decisions and how we see people and what we do with our own time. And so sometimes that can be very narrow And by going and travelling, whether it be interstate or around Australia or overseas, it opens your mind. It gives you the opportunities to see lots of different cultures and lots of different ways that people live. And it may be just the way that the northern Queenslanders live, you know, can be quite different from how we live in Victoria. Mm. It may be someone living in the mountains or someone living by the beach Their focus, their lifestyle is different when you go to Queensland beaches and you walk up and down the beaches and we have pleasure in doing that while we're there. But you see the people that are there often obviously regularly. They're just the regulars and they're out every morning walking along that beach in Queensland. Then that's their lifestyle and that's how they kind of expect life to be. You know, and we come back to Victoria in the middle of August and we're bunkered down and we're very narrow-focused, just thinking about ourselves and trying to stay warm. And I'll think back to those Queenslanders walking along that beach and think, well, wow, that's a very different lifestyle. So I guess it helps you kind of hone in on what's important to you and maybe walking along the beach or going into some other country is not the real focus of travel in that you're seeing amazing things, you're doing incredible things, but it also makes you think about, well, what do I choose to do when I'm at home, when I'm not on holidays and I'm not travelling? We only have a certain amount of time that we're alive and if we spend a lot of our time not focusing on on what's important to us, then we're wasting those days. When I went overseas originally, all those years ago, I came back thinking that we lived in the best country in the world. But I also came back thinking that I was pretty happy with the choices that I was making in, in my life style. In a way, it made me feel dissatisfied because there was so much more out there to do and see. But in a way, it made me feel satisfied because there was ways of living your life that you learned from other people, ways to maybe live and ways to not live, things to do and focus on and things to let go. So I hope that maybe after you've hit subscribe and rated this podcast five stars, obviously, and told a million friends and told that publisher friend of yours that I'm open to a book deal after not even one episode, absolutely, thanks for asking, that you might take a moment to reflect on why you travel and let me know so that we can put it in our next episode. (laughs) Or at least it might give you an idea of what type of trip you should be planning next. 
And as I hope you realize by now, this podcast is all about sharing our knowledge and our travel tips. So to finish, I ask every single guest after every single interview for the best travel tip that someone else has given them with the hope that it might help us. We'll play one at the end of every episode and who else should we start with than the person who gave me my first dose of travel inspiration all those years ago. I think the best piece of advice that I've been given and it can be assigned to travel as well as to many things is if you're doing something important or significant, you have to allow your brain to be able to almost switch on to remember it when you're traveling you know you can get to the end of the day and many people will say this if they're playing in a sports final or something like that I don't remember it Mm. so I think one of the best pieces of advice that I've been given is that you actually say you stop and you think yes I'm in Paris I'm walking through the streets and I'm holding a French baguette Mm. And make that a picture in your brain and go, wow, here I am doing this. I've waited so many years to do this or it's been a life dream or whatever. If you just experience the dream and come to the end of the day and go, that was a great day, you've missed the opportunity to grasp the moment. And the moment when you travel is the significant time is the memory that will be staying in your brain and you'll get a sense of enjoyment and fulfilment from it. So stop, take time to register where you are, what you're doing and that moment and create its own picture in your own brain. So what about me? What's that magical piece of travel advice that I received on that hike in Italy? Well, after a good long while of huffing and puffing, of scrambling over rocks and past vineyards and trying to work out if the person coming the other way needed a hello or they needed a chow or they needed a salut when they smiled at this crazy Australian with a camera around his neck that was swinging, it was, oh, it was a disaster. Oh, yes. But I made it to the top. And soon after, I had my two new friends walk up to the lookout point as well and they were huffing a lot less than I was, which didn't make me feel that great. But I stopped my video and we got chatting. And I can't remember that much of what we spoke about. Much of it was pleasantries. But the next moment, I can still hear in my brain clear as day. They asked me, where are you going to next after this? I thought I might walk back down the way I came. Why? You didn't come here to see the same thing twice. I thought that was a fair point. So I didn't. I kept walking. I stopped in the next town, which is called Manarola. I found a tap in a little town square and I washed the sweat off my face and it was cold and it was refreshing and it was awesome. And so was the town. So I took that to heart for the rest of the trip. I walked a different way back to the hostel every day. I took the funicular up the mountains, but I took the cable car down. I tried to get a different thing to eat every day, talk to different people, get a different experience. And then when I arrived back home... I tried to take that advice with me. I took a different train to work. I tried to hunt down different places to eat, new walks, new bike rides, and new towns to visit. It honestly changed my life. And if you're one of those people who believe we're not on this earth to see the same thing twice, then hopefully this podcast is for you. 
Next time on Check In and Check Out, we're going to answer that question that I reckon a lot of beginner travellers like me will be asking. How is it that some people seem to always be off on another trip? Why can't I be like one of those people that travels all the time? I generally don't fly economy on my holidays now. I don't know if beforehand I even really knew where Montenegro was. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss the next episode. Check In and Check Out was produced on the traditional lands of the Bunurong people. We pay respects to them, their elders and the other Indigenous peoples from the lands where this podcast was produced. This podcast was written and hosted by me, Chris Plumridge, with production by Jetstreamer. This episode featured Evan Leal, he has a podcast called Existence, Brittany Sharman from The Travelling House Sitters, Christian Reeve, you can find him on the Christian Reeve podcast amongst a million other things, Liz Fleming, who's the efficiency coach and can help get your business running so well you can take holidays whenever you want. Well, maybe not, but you get the idea. And Shannon Strong, whose podcast again is called Why We Travel. And thank you all to the people who don't have anything to plug, namely my wife, Kate, and my mum, Liz. Thanks for humouring me. A huge thank you to all our guests for contributing to this episode. You can find out more about where to find them in the show notes. Please leave us a review on your favourite review site. It really does help make the show better and it also spreads the word. If you've got a travel story to share yourself, if you've got a comment on how I can make this show better or a hot tip, this show is all about sharing our travel knowledge. So if you'd like to participate, then you can head to our website. It's checkinandcheckout.net. Click on Contribute. You can apply to be on the show, you can leave us a voice message that we might play on the show, or just say hello and tell me what you think. And of course, you can also reach out via Instagram at checkin and checkoutpod. But for now, cabin crew, please disarm the doors and cross-check, and I'll see you next episode. 